right, we are back. Uh, I I'm I had a few questions from friends thinking that asking if it was another uh, experiment of the experiment of mine that never lasted, but we're back for season two. Uh, I just season didn't like two. any of the sports that were going on, so I didn't yeah. want to talk about it. And and I think for us, we just uh, we've we've learned our niche, and our niche is is football. Um, when it comes to doing this this show, everything else is just. I mean, we went on for a couple hours sometimes, and yeah. it was just nonsense. So I think sticking to football and doing in the season and I haven't and having that time off where we're out of season and actually enjoy it's kind of nice but glad to be back I love the new setup we have to where we're actually going to be able to do recordings and videos now so that'll be cool and we've got a lot of stuff gearing up for you guys to hopefully do we've got I think we said God is setting up a blog for it um, that we can yep. put some stuff on there too so it's going to be way more invested on this part but still same content um both degenerates. We'll talk about betting throughout the year for NFL as well. So, and then college too. So, yeah. So some thinking about, uh, going forward is, um, got a website. Uh, I wanted to be falling off.com. Somebody already bought it. That's all right. Last we'll year. stick with the full brand name, falling off the bandwagon.com. It's bought, uh, website is being built, uh, structured together. It'll be, uh, have our podcast on there. Um, and then, I'm gonna start doing like some uh some blogging and uh Willems is welcome to as well. Just some random ideas that I think would be a little lengthy for um the show. The show, but also like more um data backed. So some like analytics within there. And that's really gonna start showing when I talk about uh in the next like two, three weeks uh leading up to fantasy draft of like kind of like how I play the position, how I think of it every year of like, hey don't take this top guy because uh, when you look at it, you're only gaining two points per week and it's really not worth it to take them there when there's other value. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing goes on. It's going to include some prop bets too. When we get the betting lines and whatnot and the new person to betting where they don't understand uh, over unders pushing um, anything like that, hedging yourself out of a bet. If, if it's gotten too far to where you don't, it's a all or nothing or anything like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have some stuff on there and then uh, we'll throw some caveats and some, some bloopers in there too. Yeah. Some, uh, you know, it's some uh, pieces about, you know, the life of a degenerate, like what goes in our minds while we're going through bets. Uh, it might be some screen captures of my text to people. <laughs> text to people talking if you, shit, trades yeah. behind the back. Yeah. If you uh, ever message me about a bet, you can guarantee you I'll talk to you the entire time that that sport is being played. <laughs> so, Oh, speaking of that, we'll also have our Twitter handles on there too. Um, and you guys can follow us on that. And that'll have more stuff too than just NFL. That'll have football, soccer, NASCAR, golf, all of that as well. Um, yeah, that's we like a more instant uh, insight. Yeah, and we've spent a, a long time this past year with getting to know some good names in the industry um, that we follow and that actually communicate with us um, and that have done very, very well and have helped us to do very well. So that'll be fun to see that. But that, like Godly said, that'll be more of an instant thing for us there. And I'll still be putting out uh, picks. Um, I've been trying to learn baseball and it got it. It sucked. So I get, I gave up on it for now. Yes. Thank um, you for <laughs> stopping with baseball. You asshole. Every time uh, you bet I, my dude, Yankees, they sucked. 
yeah, say same with Red Sox. And every time I bet them, couldn't uh, one one run. Like, yeah. what the hell? This is the best team in baseball. Uh, you, I think running. you have the curse with betting with baseball, as I have the curse with betting with NASCAR. When I pick them, that driver seems to get in an accident. <laughs> and um, like, it's just my luck, man. So I'll still be putting them out there, but I will uh, probably probably doing like a sign up where I'll put out like two or three picks, but you know, I'll have like a, a sign up where if you want to get like a full, I, I guess you could say as a handicapper terms, uh, a card, uh, you're welcome to sign up. It'll be free, not charging anything for it. Just more of, uh, uh, how to build a brand and get people connected more. Um, so I'll be doing that, that it'll probably take, you know, the whole season to really develop into something. Uh, I mean, I just see this as like a long-term play. Uh, apparently you can get 15,000 followers and get a job with the top company. So, you know, that's cool. I mean, I think you, I don't know how that works for guys, but it seems to work for girls really well. Yeah. I I don't think we have assets to show off. You just have to have some really original content to do that. And yeah, that's not us. So, I mean, we're originals, that's for sure. But us alone are just, we're nobodies. So uh, just getting going into it, we're going to talk the uh, NFL draft, free agency, some of the, like the top moves. Uh, we'll go over each of our individual teams. I guess I'll talk Raiders a little bit too. More so when I talk Raiders, I just bash them. Um, and then uh, go into college football, and, and that'll be kind of it. And our, uh, over the next few weeks, we'll go over um, NFL drafts, uh, kind of talking about who we like, and then uh, kind of like our uh uh, betting favorites for the year and kind of how we see the each college and NFL season uh, playing out. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And there's no way we can do worse than last year. So, yeah, not yeah. backing um, the Cowboys this year. But all righty, so let's move ahead here. So the NFL draft was in person uh, this year. What we were in Cleveland this year? Yeah, yeah it was Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland. I think it was turnout. bad weather. Yeah, bad weather. But it was still a good turnout. I mean, it was pretty cool. They had the fan chair sitting up there with Roger Goodell. I don't care what, what, what you say about him. But was that, that overplayed? Was, that was pretty cool. It was a little overplayed. I think it was good for the first probably five picks. Right. Or maybe the top ten. But after that, I mean, the draft takes so long that it's just like, oh, come on. And then some of the personalities that sat down in that chair, it's like, holy crap. Just pure observation. Um it looked like the chair had a weight limit. <laughs> a, oh, weight, a weight minimum, right. I would say. <laughs> you remember that chair is from his basement from the streamed NFL draft. You don't have to get the thing rebuilt. <laughs> oh, dude, he, that, he's not getting that thing rebuilt. That thing got burned and yeah. the ashes in, put in the trash. Yeah. Um, after having 32 different random people sit in it. And Ooh. you remember, they just cleaned their hands. Who knows yeah. where the clothes have been? And like you said, there were some people in there that, um, I mean, there's parts of them that smell and they've washed because they can't reach it. So <laughs> yeah, you don't know how long they've been been out there that day. Uh, oh. So yeah, I mean, I, I they, they still did the M and M's thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So I thought that was overall, better than the chair. Man, yeah, overall, I thought it was it was a great draft. The last two drafts has actually been a lot of fun. Um, it was nice to see people again. And to go from there, it was, it's still a little different when you see, like, we'll go right into the first one, Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence not being there. Um, Joe Burrow, I think would have taken full advantage of it and Trevor Lawrence not being there. I understand 
personal decisions and whatnot, wanting to be around family, but you were the face of college football for your three or four years there at Clemson and uh, shoe in number one. And dude, you could have really, didn't really even, had some fun. Didn't even answer the phone call. <laughs> so he, yeah, yeah, that he was great. Like, you're not going to avoid it. They're going to pick you. Yeah, they're going to pick you. They had, had to sit there. Oh, they called. Let me let me call back. Yeah, so that was just great. Yeah, way you to, know way the to go, Irvin. Code. You got an iPhone, yeah, man. To, come on, man. <laughs> Hell, you should. They, the coaches have your numbers and you've done fun. You should have that saved. Um, or yeah, yeah it's, and, it's do not call or spam. Yeah, and I just love it to where the old school way where the agent call, like they call the agent, the agent passes the phone off. <laughs> or the old school oh, in the green room where they pick up the ringer phone. Like the dial yeah. phone, like boom, here you go, Dr- like draft day. That's what he's cool. like. You're gonna answer this thing. I'm getting paid. <laughs> but yeah, he, I mean, it was pretty pretty cut and dry. We knew he was gonna go once Urban Meyer came out and said that he was gonna be the coach of the Jaguars. There was speculation that it could be Justin Fields, but it's it's been Trevor. It was one of those ones. It was a shoe in from the get go. I, I think it was probably the clearest number one cut since we had Andrew Luck go number one. Yeah, I mean, the moment he stepped on. Uh, campus at Clemson, you know, he was going for one. Still upset the Panthers decided, you know, I don't know, to win the last two games. Good job, guys. Um, I I would say the first two picks, not really surprised by. Uh, The Trey Lance. I mean, uh, so number two is Zach Wilson coming from BYU, and that does directly affect your team because by drafting Zach Wilson, they traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers. So you've got that going. It's an upgrade. I don't care what you say. It is an upgrade. I I didn't say it wasn't. I I thought Zach Wilson, he was one of my favorite quarterbacks out of this draft class. Oh yeah, I I know it. I've been following him the last four freaking years because we played him every year. And then on top of that, he was actually a Boise State commit committal that backed out to go to BYU. So um, I will say though, they just shot out a, a nice little meme of uh, Zach Wilson at I think 22 and Tom Brady at 44 and it looked the same age because <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady looks so good in shape and all that stuff but if Wilson yeah. can have a long career he, he won't age his mom didn't yeah so it'll be good but I think Trevor Lawrence Jacksonville Zach Wilson of the Jets hopefully if they can stay healthy I think they're gonna be good upgrades for their teams Trey Lance, like you said, that's a whole nother story. I feel like I wish he could have got a a full season to where people could have seen more of his tape. Yeah, I I was I liked him looking at his tape from two years ago. His one showcase game, that scared the hell out of me. It looked terrible. And it was against a very bad team. Yeah. But I just nothing was working out for him. Couldn't I mean all he could do was run the ball. It but just that's that's forced, with a couple. Yeah, that was a couple of practices, and that yeah. was literally color. Um, yeah, uh, North Dakota State sitting there and saying, "We're gonna play this game just so you can have your showcase." Right. That was this it. Was that, like, game it that was so odd. Yeah, it was. It was super weird. But hey, when you have Carson Wentz, that comes from them the previous one, and now you have this. They're turning in to be a nice quarterback school, so you got to showcase it when you can. But. The word on the street with Trey Lance now is he is rocking it in spring training or uh, yeah, I'll call it spring training. I'm such, I'm still in baseball mindset, but he is killing it. And Garoppolo better be on notice. Um, 
if he struggles at all the first couple of weeks, especially with easy games, I mean, they open up against my Lions. And if they struggle against the Lions, um, he may be gone pretty quick. He may be trade bait going right back to Indianapolis or something like that. Because I do think Trey Lance is the real deal. Um, I think he's in a good system too, where he doesn't have to be the superstar because the defense is the superstar over at San Francisco. Yeah, so. uh, and he's got some great playmakers on the outside, and I, I loved their pick at running back. Trey Sermon, I love that. That I'll was great. That. I wanted the Panthers to get him as a backup, but we went with uh, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, which is also – that was a great Which is like the same player, so yeah. it's not like a change of pace. Just But the, the only thing with, with, with him is San Francisco and with – Kyle Shanahan is it is a running back by committee. It's always the hot hand who keeps the bulk of the stuff. You have your scripted plays and scripted things for each one of the backs. Um, and he doesn't change that very often. He did it at Atlanta. He's doing it at San Francisco. So I just don't know. It's it, it worries me that he won't get enough touches and showcase his abilities. Well, that's it's for some reason that is a family thing because his father the same thing. He could plug in any running back he wanted to, and they but would he, just but he, perform. But he leaned on Trell Davis. He leaned on Trell Davis. Yeah, but I mean, even when Trell left, it's still like, and that's even followed into anything the Broncos have done since. Like anybody who goes to the Broncos can run the ball. Yeah, they always produce. So, yeah, so it is what it is. But that that worries me right there. But I think if he gets his shot, which I think he'll, I think within the first eight games, you'll see Trey Lance in there and be, take over as a starter. And I think it's going to be 100% because of Garoppolo's play. Um, and that's it because the defense is going to do their job as long as they stay healthy. They, even with not being fully healthy and having just so many catastrophic injuries last year, they were still a very good defense. Um, you have to be in the West. So. We'll see. We'll go from there. So we'll, we'll finish it out with the quarterbacks. Uh, who were you more surprised by? Mac Jones falling and going to the Patriots? I mean, come on. <laughs> this is like a perfect match. Uh, and Or Justin Fields falling and going to the Bears? Well, I knew if Fields didn't get taken at three, it was going to be, okay, you have one more shot, and that was going to be Atlanta. Could we see four go in a row or somebody trade up to four to go get fields because the first three quarterbacks came off the board? So I was like, okay. And then Atlanta went Kyle Pitts at tight end. I was like, okay. Then I was like, okay, Justin Fields could go to New England because outside of that, I don't see who would take him. Um, right. But then to see freaking Chicago trade up for him blew my mind. Blew my mind. I, I would say I was surprised not by Carolina taking him. I didn't think we were going to. Uh, I think no. we're waiting. Um, I think we're waiting for uh, a better quarterback to want to leave their team. Like uh, controversial Deshaun Watson or, or somebody else. I, I So I think we're just playing a waiting game. Like we'll plug and play. We'll see what we can do. There's talent that has that needs to still be evaluated. Uh, so we'll, we'll give uh, – We'll give Darnold a shot for a year. I was surprised that Broncos passed on him. I was a little surprised at that, but I feel like... For how much they wanted somebody else. And then you're like, okay, well, I mean, you can kind of get this guy. He's got yeah. some qualities. But I think that kind of fell in their lap because you sat there and with the trade for Sam Darnold going to you guys and that 
freeing up Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, Denver's shown that they don't need a big play rock star QB out there to win games um, because they can, again, rely on their defense and their run game. So I think taking a game manager, that's always, I mean, Peyton, big name, game manager. And I mean, they haven't had a true all-star out there since Elway. So, I mean, Jay Cutler was a slinger, but that was about it. I think Elway was the uh, first Super Bowl I remember when he did the uh, spin helicopter into the... Yeah, against the Packers. Yeah. No, it was against the... Yeah, it was against Packers. Yeah, I think it was Packers. Was it? Yeah, it was always that same uh, same time like Terrell Davis broke the record. Yeah. Like same year? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, year. right around there. Because I remember they won back-to-back, and they beat the Packers in one of them. And I think it was the Falcons. Ah, yeah, it was against the Falcons because work done. God, there's a name. I love that work done. I, I yeah. knew once Mac Jones slipped. I didn't think he was going to be a top 10. And whoever would draft him top 10, you're a moron. I think he has a chance. The, the place where I thought he would have the best chance of ever becoming a good product was with New England. And that's where he oh, went. Of course. So now yeah, like and- my evaluation of this guy's going to suck. Uh or not suck. I would I would just say just say not be all the height that he was starting to get. Yeah. Because I watched him play and like he just couldn't throw a guy open. No, he, he was, threw to and- open guys. And the scheme was just so amazing at Alabama that like he just he had it easy. So he never really yeah. had to like and if you think Tua was better than him and and then you see how Tua transitioned, you're like, "Oh, come on." Like yeah, I mean, and that's kind of been the case with with quarterbacks like that because you look at with New England. I mean, Brady had to learn to throw people up, and he got really, really well at doing it. But it's it's one of those things like you see it now with Cam Newton, and Cam's always been the same. He never threw to a spot. He always was reactionary and waited till somebody was open, and then that's why he's like, okay, some of his passes were a lot closer, or he got picked off a lot more. So. I think Mac Jones there, and I think knowing that he's not going to start immediately is a good thing. He's going to sit there and learn the system, um, which is good. It's a good system to learn. New England's got all their defense back. Um, so you have the number one defense in football at full strength again that uh, opted out last year. So I think that's going to be a good one to learn behind there. And then Belichick with QBs, um, McDaniels with QBs. I think it's going to be a good point for him, a good, good learning process. Um, I almost see it like a, a Brady-esque entry where it's an injury to Newton that brings mm-hmm. him in. So, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't think it will be. Back. I mean, I think the format that the Patriots went with, and this is why I think he has the best chance, is the double tight end. If you're a rookie quarterback or you're a backup, your best friend is a tight end. So oh, yeah. I think with him having John U. Smith and Hunter Henry there, which is a great yeah. free agent. Science. And it's it, yeah, it's not like they went out and got just like oh no no names no they went out and got two very good route runners catchers um can get themselves open know what they're doing I mean you think of and it, Aguilar think of, has turned the corner I mean he's a deep threat now I mean he's really showed himself well with with the Raiders surprisingly <laughs> Aguilar <laughs> rounding out like the top ten uh, your team's on here so. Are you happy with what who you drafted? Yeah, you, I was. You like Penesul? I do like Penesul because we showed spurts of running the ball and then we got hurt and everything. Um, so I think he's going to be really, 
really, really key for us up the middle. Um, he gives us good depth. He gives us somebody that's raw. But, I mean, on paper and, I mean, against most people, we have probably a top five line this year. We've got the best center in the game. Well, you're going to need it because your quarterback is uh, a chicken. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to use better uh, language since I'm, my nephew is starting to repeat me, but he is a wuss. We will, we will talk about that once we get to the trade and free agency and everything. We'll stick to the mm-hmm. draft. We'll save that one because we'll go off on a couple of other things. Okay, yeah, so we'll gone. get there. But I, I'm happy with him. I'm very, very glad he fell to us. I honestly thought we were gonna take Devonte Smith. That's kind of what it looked like. Receiver was our biggest need. Um, yeah, I mean, with Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle off there, I didn't like. I look at it and I was like, "Man, this would be a really, really good slot." And I know it's a position where it's not always glamorous. And even with Calvin Johnson, you look at it. He we that was the last big first round wide receiver that we took, um, and then we took T.J. Hawkinson and. They're good players, great players. Hawk looks like he's going to be a top five tight end this year. Um, he, I think he was also the only first round wide receiver that actually worked out for you guys. Yeah, yeah, Charles Rogers <laughs> and all them kind of fell out right there. <laughs> I mean, four years in a row, you're bound to hit one. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy with it. I think um, I think having Panay Sewell there is going to be big for DeAndre Swift. Um, I love Swift. I think he's going to have a awesome awesome year uh especially with golf because golf doesn't take those shots he's more of a check down guy so i think hawk and swift are gonna be good ones so we'll get there we'll get um, there it's positive right now jackass yeah, so okay now let's uh, get to you with your hey let's go we went defense every single every single pick the first year and then we're gonna start off with our eighth pick and go defense again okay i did not like him to start okay and I, out of the cornerbacks, I like the guy out of Virginia Tech. I forgot his name now, but he was injured, and I think he still went like second or third round. Uh, but we, the, you know, you can't take a guy like that. Uh, ten, I think he had two two knee surgeries or something. Uh, I like Patrick I mean, you, Sertain. You had, yeah, Sertain that went the pick after him, and I'm I wanted like, Casey Horn was a shock. It so was these a are, shock. These were my three favorites picks, right? I wanted Kyle Pitts. I, first of all, I wanted Jamar Chase, but he would never reach us. No. Uh, and I hate the Bengals for picking him. He's the best wide receiver. Such a good pick because you put him straight back with his quarterback and Joe Burrow. They've got yeah. a young core. And I think Watch that's why think- Miami took Waddle. They're like, oh, shit, if someone else is doing it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, 100%. But I, there's a big difference between Burrow and Tua, and it showed because yeah. Burrow whooped Tua's ass. Um, but... Yeah, I think Jamar Chase on the Bengals, that that offense is going to look special. Um, just from, I think, I could almost see them being like the reincarnated Lions with uh, Galladay and Marvin Jones with Stafford being healthy, where it's just throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. You're going to have somebody open because there are just too many playmakers on the field. Yeah. But to, for J.C. Horn to go for you guys at eight for a shock, um, Joe but, Horn getting pissed off at ESPN for cutting from his son or not even showing it was hilarious. Dude, they though. did that to us literally. All right, some someone some of the other brothers uh that I follow on Twitter, 
they were like, dude, every time Carolina picks, they go to commercial. They did it every time. Because so here's the thing is if you have a top 10 pick, it's supposed to be a splash pick or a, a big name. He is not worth eight pick money. I did not like him. I did not like the pick because I wanted Chase and I, I wanted Pitts. Oh, my God. Pitts is yeah. going to be amazing. Um, and then I also kind of like Mika Parsons. I was like, okay, yeah. we can get another edge. But we did get Hassan Reddick. So I'm like, okay, I understand not getting him, but we still are pretty weak at linebacker, um, which, I mean, we kind of shored up a little bit with some some free agents. Penny Sewell, if he fell, I'd be okay with us taking him, even though you know I, I kind of like what we have. It's serviceable. The more I've seen Horn in practice and in training camp videos, I think the dude's a dog, and now I'm kind of like glad that we got him. No, he's big. He's lanky. He's he's, he's got coverage skills. That, I mean, obviously he has he, to have coverage skills as a cornerback. Yeah, he has to. But here's the thing: is I look, and this is this. Oh, is it's Caleb Farley that I was thinking about, and he actually went in the first round to out of Virginia Tech. He went to Tennessee Titans. Yeah, here's how I stack up Horn compared to Patrick Pat Sertain the second is who they who he has to play there in the NFC South. Mike Evans. He's gonna get trashed, especially with Brady. He Brady's gonna pick him apart. Yeah, um, I don't know. He's big. He's he's lanky. He, he, he may be big and lengthy, but there's the thing is he doesn't have the speed. Look, I didn't want to fight for this guy, but I am now. Okay, I, I know, I know, I know. You're <laughs> he's six fight for one, him. so he's not he's not huge, but he's he, lengthy. for for a cornerback that's six tall. one's big. Yeah, yeah. Is. For for a cornerback that's tall, but he does. That's the thing is he he does not have the top speed. So if he gets blown by, there's no catching up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's going to be, it's going to yeah. rely on that scheme on that safety to come over and help him. Hopefully Not we get mention, some pressure. So he doesn't yeah, have to so cover it's got to be there. So I, I look at that. Um, I look at Atlanta and Ridley. Ridley is, I think probably the best receiver in the South. Um, Just with his route running, his speed, his hands. He's a little boring the, though. He's a little boring, which means you're good. Yeah. Very. I mean, it was one of those things. I mean, he's on the Falcons. You're boring. Julio Jones was on the Falcons, and I can't tell you how many times, how many yards did he have, and hardly any touchdowns and whatnot. So it's like you you got bored with him just catching every ball and then getting to the end zone. It's like, okay, where is he? But we'll see if Michael Thomas even plays. I think Michael Thomas is done. Um, yeah, he's a little crybaby. The fact that he Outer had outs. the injury at the end of the year and chose to wait all the way until mid June to get the surgery. Shows me he's not in it for the team. Yeah, it reminds me of a bull player from like the nineties. So it's 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 just one of those things. So I just I look at that and I I sit there and it's like, okay, New Orleans is going to be struggling this year for the fact that they don't have their number one. He's not practicing. He can't develop that relationship with Jameis Winston. Um, And then two, when he gets in there, who knows if he's going to be healthy because he chose so late to do it. He's probably going to be on his own time. It's it's gonna be tough, so we'll see. But um, I just so, don't think against this, the receivers you have this this year. Um, we, I think I mean we had to take somebody. So I wish we I kind of like Patrick Sustain better and Caleb Farley if he had uh, better health. Yeah, so we'll see we'll see how it goes. But it's it's just the division you're in is a very tough division and it's a very good receiver division. Um, the I mean, only yeah, so we had to get somebody. Only, the only saving grace is that outside of Brady. There's no QBs to talk with. Jameis Winston, yeah, 
yeah, he can throw it for 500 yards and get six touchdowns, but he might have five interceptions right, right along with it in that game. Now, granted, he throws most of his interceptions to safeties and linebackers, but it is what it is. And then Matt Ryan's just old, no arm, yeah. no legs. So yeah, that's I think the tight end's gonna save his career for like another two years. Unfortunately, 100%. I mean, well, yeah. fortunately, because I don't really give a shit about that team. All right, so I guess uh, what's your out of just first round? Because I didn't really spend much time looking at the the further rounds. I, I so, did have a few picks that I kind of like, but out of first round, so, worst pick, and then like uh, favorite pick. Favorite pick um, is Devontae Smith to Philly. Okay, over everything. It, it, even though he just got hurt. Even though he got, he got hurt, it's it's still too one small. of the. He can bulk up. Calvin mm. Ridley is keep was that the same, speed though. Was the same way. He's super small. Keep that and he's speed getting, though. And then he will. He'll keep it. Um, I'm not worried about Devontae Smith just for the fact that the dude is a beast. Um, and he'll, he'll, he'll be fine, but I love that pick. That is my, I think my favorite pick of the first round over everything, just because I like the kid. Um, I I, I love that he's a Heisman trophy winner and it wasn't a QB that really, really likes him. And then he's humble, man. He sits there. He's, he's very, very humble. Um, Mm -hmm. and that always goes a long way with me. I, I understand flash and, and everything that comes with the game and personalities, but I mean, I have the I had the greatest receiver on my team, and he was humble as shit. Calvin Johnson was very very humble, so and I think it goes a lot further than somebody that's all TO'd out and hyped up and get your popcorn ready. So, <laughs> worst pick uh-huh. or least favorite pick um, that I have would probably I, second. I'll go like I'll go this way. Second favorite is Najee Harris to to Pittsburgh. Dude yeah. deserves it. Yeah, um, I, agree. I think that was going a great his, matchup. Stout team, it's going to be awesome to go. Um, so it'll be really, really cool to sit there. Uh, yeah, upsetting, most upsetting pick was probably Pat Sertain for the Broncos. I don't understand it. Oh, it's didn't they get it's they a got great like pick, Darby, right? They have Darby and they got somebody else in free agency, so they got like four good cornerbacks. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, that one just doesn't, it's you know, whatever. But a lot of them are like one-year deals. So. Yeah, he's a great player, but it's one of those things, man. It's just like your knee was glaring, glaring yeah. right there. Yeah, especially the with someone who that, dropped to you. Yeah, and Fields and Mac Jones were still on the board. And it's not like you couldn't – I mean, you look who, who who's going, right? Eagles were not going to – I mean, I know they traded, but whatever. Uh, yeah, they weren't going to pick a QB. Right. They weren't going to pick a corner. You could have traded – the ninth pick, fallen back two more spots, or wherever the you know you could have fallen back and still got yeah. a good corner. Hundred percent. If 100%. I say Patrick Sertain doesn't go, okay, well, you can still go get Caleb Farley. Um. All right. So my favorite pick. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Picks. Uh, I did like the Najee Harris. Uh, I like Kadarius Tony to New York. I just thought. You know, the more I watched him, really good talent. Uh, but Rashad Bateman from Minnesota to the Ravens, because now you got a number one guy. He's supposed to be a number one guy. So if you don't, this is more of just like my, I don't hate the guy. I have nothing against him. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. 
like throwing quarterback, like I, in the I mean, pocket it's, it's, quarterback, it's proven, which is man. not like, what I like to see in the NFL. But if you want to say and make all this talk like, oh, I'm not just running back. Yeah, well, you, your numbers as a quarterback aren't that great. So Nope. And when you uh, face top talent and they take away your run game, dude. Yeah. So now struggles, you have a guy. So. I really like Rashad Bateman. I, I think his last year was lackluster, but that's fine. Minnesota altogether wasn't that great. Well, well, you remember he made the decision late to come back. Yeah. So he was not right there. But it's also one of those things. He his showcase year was the year before when Minnesota uh, made it to uh, a, a nice big bowl game and a year six bowl game. Um, I like Bateman. Yeah, he's gonna be cool. Uh, he's not the fastest guy, but he runs clean routes. He's got unbelievable hands, which he's gonna need because Lamar Jackson can't hit you in the chest to save your life to save his life. Yeah, so. but I like Tony. He's a uh, just you know shifty guy, really good. Uh, so worst, I will say this though: you pick up Tony in the first round, but you went out and got Galladay too in free agency. You got, hey, you got to see if your quarterback can do it. You do, but now it goes from him being a number two on that team to being a number three. So. Actually, in essence, number four because say five. You have you have say yeah, one. All right, rookie wide receivers never produce. It takes about three years, so they're playing the long game. But and, in the and NFL, he can he you can don't play have special teams as a receiver, right? But he's going to play special routine. He's going to play. Uh, he's going to play special teams uh, yeah, or slot tackle and hurt his neck. neck. Who did? Said and not know how to tackle and hurt his neck. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he could be return man. Uh, which I think he's what he really, I think he's Kadarius Tony's out of Florida. I think that's what he did there. Let's see. Yeah, Florida. He's at a, oh, six foot yeah. two. I didn't know he was that tall. Um, okay, so worst pick. Uh, and it is more of a positional group. Defensive ends in the first round. I don't like any of them. Don't like Quiddy Pay. I Peyton do Turner. not like Jalen Phillips. Uh, I do not. Yeah, Peyton Turner, Gregory, Gregory Russo. Russo. Russo, however you say his name. I don't like any of them. I just think, you know, I, I guess it was just like, uh, I think those were picks of need rather than, I, I just, dude, have the, I can't, see, have I the Colts can't see. picked a good defensive end in like the past 15 years? They went with that guy out of Florida State that was from Germany, and he I was can't bad. Think of, yeah, I can't think of anybody for, the, for yeah. them. So They're, right then, Quiddy Pay. I'm sorry. I mean, Quiddy Pay was like talked about like going top ten. I never, I never saw on tape. Yeah, Peyton Turner confused me with the Saints with just Jones. for the fact that the Saints have a very, very good defense and defensive line and defensive end already. Um, unless it's like heir apparent to Cam Jordan. Yeah. Well, the other guy on the other side, the it's the white guy on the opposite side of I think he played right end. When you're from defense looking towards offense, uh, he left in free agency to the Bengals. Um, I forget what his name is. So. But even with that man, it's he only had one good year, anyways. A defensive end to to be a top like a first round pick, and then on top of that, be on starting defense. I don't feel like they make as much impact as you would have like a interior, like an Adamican Sue um, that was in the in on the inside um, and Aaron Donald, like those are disruptors. They don't, Aaron Donald's reshaped the game, but 
I feel like that would have been more impactful there because um, that's the grinder. Defensive end, you have to get sacks. If you don't get sacks, that's that's all everybody cares about as a DN. So, um, so we'll go from there. We're gonna go into free agency, free agency. slash talk about our teams uh, because those. I mean, we have two of like the biggest moves, I guess. Yeah. So let's start so with. I let you, let's start with, you could go. Let's start. Let's start with free agency with Julio to the Titans before, because that that'll that's we can get that out of the way and then talk about the trades okay. that influence our teams. I don't um, think it makes a hell of a difference that he went there. I don't. I don't think, think so that either. team improved at all. No, because I feel like you're getting maybe a little bit. He's better getting, than Corey Davis. But left. Corey Davis was had a very good year and whatnot. But now you're you have competing number ones. Julio's on the wrong side of his prime, I believe now. He's not far out of it, but he's on the wrong side of it. He gets more hurt more often than not now. Um right. and then you got AJ Brown. AJ Brown's just speed. He can take a hit and, and go and he's got unbelievable hands. Who would um, you see as number one there? I would I would say AJ Brown. AJ Brown, hundred percent. Um, just because he because he's younger, faster, um, he already knows the playbook. He has that chemistry with Tannehill, um, and on top of that, it's still a run first team. What the fuck are you taking? I'm taking my bed. <laughs> I, I yeah, got Sorry, I got to time this thing out. <laughs> I, I know I got to be. Muted in, in, your, you you should have muted your mic so we didn't hear it, but that was great. <laughs> I know. I could. I was like, I think you can hear it shifting. No, I got. Yeah, it's. So, uh, <laughs> I got to take my Lexapro before I can take my cholesterol <laughs> in an hour. Oh, it's a perfect transition. <laughs> <laughs> Old man, fucking <laughs> gotta take. I gotta wait at six a.m. just to take my Concerta. It's annoying yeah. as shit. Take it's six a.m. to take my concern. I gotta take my meds. I live at the I live at home with my parents. <laughs> yeah, hey, things are going great. <laughs> I, this is if this isn't falling off the bandwagon, I don't know what. You know what's so disappointing is like last year with betting and uh, I mean everybody did well in the market, but with those two, like I probably made the most I had, and I mean I made like a livable wage. <laughs> yeah, living at home, and then I. Uh, interviewed with like really top companies like draft yeah, teams. You didn't, yeah, you had an interview Axis with Capital. Yeah, it was uh, insane. You didn't get yeah, shit. I love that. You... I love that interview. Yeah, I only messed up on one thing, and I was I got I got a decimal place wrong, which you can't do. Yeah, can't be a mathematician and fuck up on math. <laughs> but I I will say I I uh, I love Concerta. It is amazing. <laughs> is that is so, that a sponsor plug there? It is so fun. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, a performance enhancing drug, but I sweat all the time. I am so sweaty right now. All right, but back to uh, back to who we're know talking to, like a three hundred pound fucking kid. Jesus, God, it's uh, <laughs> dog, I, I'm clammy. <laughs> oh my God, stop it! I'm going through menopause. Um, but yeah, so back to back to Julio and whatnot. No, yeah, AJ Brown's the number one receiver on that, and they're still a run first team. Um, if anything, I think he replaces Johnny Smith. I'm just glad he's out of our division. And not that I was ever really threatened by him. I mean, he torched us that one game and then but that was good because nobody liked that cornerback and he, he torched you game. that one season. Yeah, because that cornerback. But that one yeah. game was really bad. Three hundred yards on us? Oh yeah. Who does oh, yeah. that? Julio. I think I think for the two two games it was close to a total of five hundred yards for the two games. But I don't I don't dislike Julio and I hope he has a you know, a turnaround season um with 
I mean, a better quarterback at at the time. I think they were. I think Matt Ryan was is a better quarterback career wise. He'll, he'll do well. He'll do well. Um, and they're in. But a I've always loved Julio. That's very very weak. They are in a very very weak division. So all right. So now we can talk shit about your team, or we can take it really briefly with mine. Which would you, would you rather uh, take the pain up front or delay it? No, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about the trade because, like you, defending your pick, I will defend my team because I'm all in. I will always be all in. Okay, um, but but I can we'll go pull there. up tape. This is a perfect thing about podcasts. I can pull up tape where you also bashed said quarterback of your team. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That was last year, so I have to. I have to had to bash him. He wasn't on my team or anything like that, but you have to back it. So we'll go off first. And I will say we got way too much for Stafford. I love the fact that we got so much for him. Yeah, um, fuck you guys. We were trying to get him. I know it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was a done deal, done deal. And last hour Rams popped in. Somebody leaked. Somebody leaked it. I just love the fact that McVeigh and Stafford were at the same resort in Cabo. Or, yeah, in I think it was Cabo. Um, and and Kyle Shanahan's in the same place, just at the next resort over. Um, and that was the difference for him being a 49er and a, uh, a Ram. So, but well, yeah, I mean, for him, was, we had a contract sent to him, Panthers. Yeah. They're good for him. Um, I think he's going to do wonders. I just love the fact that. Now that he's on the Rams, he's getting all this hype when it's it's the same thing. This is the dude that right. I saw bigger market. watched a bigger market go, oh, we're blown away. He's a top 10. He's always been this dude. He It's like you can't have Calvin without Stafford throwing him these balls and going right. through. Um, I also think that Stafford is the toughest player in the NFL. Um, the, his grit and his determination for, for QB will go toughest QB. Toughest QB in football. Um, he takes hits galore and, and just keeps on fighting. In the last couple of years, yeah, he, he got hurt, and that's just stemming from just a lot of a lot of abuse in, uh, that he took right there. But we got a nice pickup from right there. Goff, I'm all in. Um, and mm. now our offense makes more sense with him for us not going after receivers because mm. I look at how the Rams work. They didn't have receivers they developed their receivers and i don't care what you say he took a losing team with mcveigh and they went to the super bowl two years later um a lot and of that had to deal with defense how did the super bowl turnout i don't know how'd your super bowl turn out jackass uh hey he I, probably I, had I, the I, worst quarterback performance of all time but they didn't the get bowl. blown out like your assholes did so we didn't there. get blown out. We lost by like five points. You got blown out. We got, we lost by five points. Your and we defense. had the, all right. The defense that we played was, had probably had the best Super Bowl performance. And we probably had the second best defensive performance in the same game. Their final score of the Super Bowl was what? 13, three, 14, three. He, that was it. He, he had a horrible sucked. Super Bowl. Yes. But he, it he wasn't sucks. just him. Gurley had a horrible Super Bowl too. McVeigh had a horrible Super Bowl Your too. Quarter, you did not. The only advantage you guys got was first round picks. We got first the picks round that picks. You accumulated one hundred percent. And I already, like, I'm already going into it knowing it's 
from as a quarterback standpoint, it is a downgrade from Stafford. It is. And I understand that. But for the scheme that Dan Campbell brings in, which is a grinded out, take chunks out of your fucking kneecaps. I like him as a fit. Long term, we'll see. We will see. I think I it's also, a little bit of a shtick. I also sit there and I look at it as I know we're not going to win this year. I yeah, know no, that. Man. But I know that's not yeah, one in 30 years. <laughs> that's fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Shut up. Um, but it's it's one of those things. This is a completely different mindset, and it's a team that's being bought into by the players. Um, no other team had almost a hundred percent show up for voluntary OTAs. The Lions players bought into Dan Campbell early and it's it's showing, man. But then um, you had to do up downs. Like, come on, man. You haven't had to do up downs do since up like down. high school. You not, in, always... not college, not pros. Yeah, you do. And his form his form was terrible. He did not get all the way up and he did not get all the way down. He is a coach. You demand it, look you do a, it. Lead look by example. Around, look around the NFL, and there's probably, including Dan Campbell, three more coaches that can do that. Sean McVay, uh, Mike Grable, and maybe Kyle Shanahan. I think he's too bougie to get on the floor. <laughs> uh, maybe, Yeah, same with the guy from uh, Arizona. Yeah. He's, he's, de- like, he's How the hell does he have a start? He, he's definitely too bougie. He makes less money than Sean McVay, and he has a much nicer house. Much yeah. nicer house. Him sitting in his nice fucking have you seen his resort for the... Ooh. Yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll right <laughs> Single guy talking. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot back from it, so I, I look forward to the future. I think for the team we have right now, it's a perfect fit for golf. It really is. We're not expected to do much and i think that's it's gonna anything we if we overperform it's gonna be great because the the, the bar set low but i'm all in on it um i will root for stafford to do well in la except for one game when he plays detroit um it's in la so it's not like he's returning home so it'll be a little bit different right there but it, he's playing against the team that drafted him that he had such a stake in i mean I don't think I've ever seen a nicer send off for a player from an organization standpoint. Um, I think yeah, the fans like it. totally backed him, which is nice. I mean, it was kind of like backed him. To the organization Andrew's backed him, but it's also one of those things. I that's where I look at the 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 way the organization's shifting. We trashed Sanders, and that's why he retired uh, retired early. We did the same thing with Calvin. He retired early. And wanted, he uh, took his money back, demanded he pay it back, and we're working through that still. Um, I don't think it's going to be a fix right away, but it's also one of those things that I think they've learned from those mistakes and letting somebody that was a face of your franchise um, go. And he's still a big part in Detroit. So it's great to see, and I'm glad. And like I said, I'll be pulling for him. I will not have a new Stafford jersey. Um, I have to get a new one. I'm trying to decide which player I want to get. So, yeah, the Panthers. Um, you know, I'm glad that we did the Darnold thing. I was, I'm was i not a big fan of Justin Fields. I just never saw it in college other than this year, which he had a great game against Clemson. I, but that was an anomaly, I think. I just and, never saw it before. And I'm the same way. Like, I, I think Justin Fields, and I'm, we're going to have to play him this year. Um, I just I don't think he's it. bad, but I, no, and he's, he's, I would have been fine if we took him. But I'm okay with us giving Darnold a one-year tryout maybe two. I think we just yeah. signed the second one so we can trade him. Um, 
I'm fine with that. And then like seeing if, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson's available or a Green Bay quarterback is available yeah. or a Seattle quarterback is available. No, Russell Wilson will not go to Carolina. Nope. Nope. Because no, we no. don't like him. I don't like you him. Don't, he's annoying. He's don't like him. He, he's he Russell Wilson's not going to go back to a team to rebuild. I don't think we're and rebuilding. You're you need more. You need some more stuff to entice a Russell Wilson brand to come over. Deshaun yeah, right. will come over because he's back in his his neighborhood. My favorite pick of the team, Terrence Marshall from LSU. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a, a great wide receiver for us. Not like great as in like uh, Musha Muhammad, Steve Smith, but I mean like he's gonna he's gonna do well for us. Like he's gonna be a good addition. Uh, so it was a great pick. Um, yeah, Darnold. Uh, I you know give give the man a shot. He's you know on a better team, better coaches. Uh, he hasn't been doing that great in training camp though. Uh, he, in fact, he got yelled at earlier this week. Yeah, but so did the is. whole team. Um, I, I, we didn't really have many other additions. We signed Taylor Moten. Um, which I mean, we had to keep him. Great third round pick from a few years ago. Uh, JC Horn fills a hole. Hassan Reddick. I uh, forgot the linebacker we got from the Chargers. Really like him. Um, I wish the only thing I wish we had gotten was another safety, which I was thinking we could get. Uh, I think he went to the Cowboys, actually. I was looking at the Cowboys roster today. Uh, Malik Cooker. But he was, I think he signed with the Cowboys like earlier. Yeah, I thought he was a free agent still, but I guess not. Um, I think that's something that we got to sure up. I love having, uh, I think our wide receiver Terrence Marshall is great. Tight ends, we'll see. I'm not really big on the whole Darren Arnold thing, uh, but I got to see him play. I never really saw him play before. I'm excited for St. Brown. Running backs, great. Chubba Chubba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard. So I think that's going to be, I think with McCaffrey, you have to have that one too. I don't think. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not even like a change of pace. It's just fresh legs. They're the same player. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, hundred percent. I agree with that one. Um, but you definitely, you definitely have to, you can't sit there and try to do that again with him and just wear him out with all. Those right. Touches. Yeah. I mean, we got it. Just I mean, hell, we just signed him. So we got to keep him fresh for a while. Uh, so that's I mean, all I think about my team. I have, you know, I'll get into like the projections here in a few weeks. I still got to, I got to see training camp. I got to see some, yeah, see uh, who, who makes the team and whatnot. I mean, got to see some still, preseason games. Yeah. We, we still got a month. We still got a month. We're a little over a month from the first actual game that matters. We're shorter preseason game this year too, since we switched to the 17 games uh, or 18 game schedule, um, 17 games total. So it's it's going to be interesting. Well, let's move on to the college football, um, and everything that's going on in college football right now because I think it is absolutely ludicrous. All right, Texas so, and Oklahoma going to the SEC is just I know. I, now the Big Twelve just is garbage. Big Twelve. Who's going to watch but that? It, but but it hurts football in general. It does. I just go two conferences. Just go Big Ten. SEC, and then you just take the best teams. Do it like, uh, are you are you aware of like how the EPL soccer leagues work, right? Yeah. So you have like I don't know, let's just say sixteen teams, and then the bottom team, if you're the the worst team, you go into relegation. So you get dropped down to the next tier. 
and then the yeah. best team from the other one moves up. I would love it if they did something like that. It keeps everyone trying to do better. Yeah. I think that's totally gonna mess up when you when you start getting into NIL licenses and everything. We like that, but. we are entering Mike Leach like mind thinking. He called this what was it two years ago, where he said there's going to be two or three leagues, super leagues, and it's going to be a 16 team playoff. And that's where we're going to go. And that's what, that's what we're heading to. And if eight or 10 of the teams in the playoff come from one conference, then so be it. But it's, it's just, it's dumb. I don't think Texas and Oklahoma are going to do well. No, I mean, Texas A&M got in there when they should have. And they've established their brand and they've got a good, I mean, Texas A&M in the SC, they, they, they just made it harder to get in the playoffs. A hundred percent. And then depending on what division they play, but then I also look at it. The SEC is big boy defense. And that's something Texas and Oklahoma's never had is a big boy. Oklahoma's recent draft, uh, not draft class um, recruiting class did start to bring in uh, some high profile corners so yeah. we'll see we'll see if they can so turn we'll it. see i i also sit there and see this as texas now can get that, the recruits but well they because they're in texas now i think there's gonna be some realigning uh as far as like what my league does i think i think boise will drop down to big 12 or go up to big 12 no i pac 12 and big 12 been talking about an alignment unfortunately i don't want that that makes us terrible the pac 12 the bottom part of the pac 12 is already garbage yeah. Like I if anything I would like to see Oregon and USC leave Pac-12 and go to Big 10. Because of the Rose Bowl uh affiliation. Right, but even then then you're like, damn man, the Rose Bowl is just going to be totally different now. Like, that is. tradition is going to be gone. Yeah, who who is the Big 10 going to pick up to play there? Now. Yeah. It, it's it, be, it's, but I wouldn't mind that cuz I don't think I don't think Oregon or USC would have a problem competing in the Big 10. No, I I don't think so either. I mean, especially as hit or miss as the Big Ten is, I think it brings it adds stuff to it. Adds Oregon not so much as a market. The LA market for USC is is big. I could see the Big Ten bringing UCLA just for the factor they split it with LA with that. So yeah, you, can, you have those two. Yeah. You have the to Cali bring both team, teams. Cali schools are definitely going to go places. Yeah. So US, USC, UCLA, it's good. Um, unfortunately, Boise's just going to miss it again. It's not a premier network or market. Um, we have. To I wouldn't really... mind us taking you in to Pac-12. No. Here's the thing: is as, as I look at it, in order for the Big Twelve to succeed and not join ventures with like the Pac-12, they're gonna have to pull in the big names of the the group of six. Um, Cincinnati being number one. Cincinnati is a is a very good market. Um, it takes up a market that is Ohio, dude. Ohio's a very good market. It's a good you recruiting saying, you spot. You said they would go to Big Ten? No, Big 12. Oh. Damn, that's a stretch. I mean, now you're getting out of, like, No, zone. Big Ten. Big Ten. If USC, UCLA, and Oregon go to the Big Ten, we're definitely out of the zone buddy. I <laughs> know. Oh, well, then so, I would think you would just cut the USA in like a diagonal line. But but that's the thing is that I think with this And then the ACC line, would merge not, with the SEC. It's not going to be like and Big 12 you just split now. Location ain't going to matter anymore. That's that's the whole point of this thing is is your Which location. is actually not that bad because it sucks being a Pac-12 fan and never getting a chance to see them. Oh yeah, I mean Boise's I, the same I, uh, 
they came Boise's the same way. The game started to Virginia, 10 o'clock at it. night. And I mean, the Pac-12, I love how they tried to experiment with doing new, noon games on the East to get more viewership, but that's just not fair on those te- on those colleges and those programs having to play a game at 9 a.m. I hated it, it at it 12. Showed. I don't understand why you couldn't do it at 3. There's not a lot of good games on at 3. 12 o'clock no. hour is jam-packed. You could jam-pack the 3 o'clock hour, and nobody would have an issue. Bars would love it. Oh, 100%. You had that filler because the SEC had the CB, the CBS game would be at 3 and 3.30. That's what would go. And then you had to compete with Notre Dame on NBC, which we will get to because this is where I see the NCAA is going to be phased out of college football. Um, Thank God. And yeah, we'll get there. But so I just, I, I look at it, Boise, Cincinnati, UCF, um, I think are the the big three that you'll take. Memphis, it, it's 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 tough. Tennessee's just like Boise, so and they haven't established it. Like you could say with Boise, hey, you guys are a smaller market, but what's been proven is they've been relevant and they've always been part of the conversation in college football for the last right. two decades. So now give them give them a, a true proving ground. Give them a, a give them a chance. And what do they do? With, they can't they, be worse than Arizona. And they they beat Arizona. They beat. Oregon. Um, hey, going hey, 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 hey. Comment. You guys have not beat Boise. I'm sorry. You haven't. <laughs> Comment. Yeah. You guys, are, I think we're the only school you guys have a losing, like, I would give you no, one. No wins. I would give you one win against us. I can't remember how many times we played you. I think it was like twice. Three. Or three. We played three times when you were okay, going but three. Relevantly, twice. The one where uh, LeGarrette Blunt decked the white guy. College game day went to it. I think that was Shot our best year. Road. I would give you that win, your most recent win. I, I mean, we weren't, we weren't that good anyways. Yeah, no. you had Taggart leave. You had your running back leave, whatever. Yeah. But, hey, we I beat mean, your we dream like boy and Herbert. We beat your, your your dream boy and Herbert. So we did we did do that. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We beat you in Autzen Stadium. We beat you in Boise, in Oregon, and at a neutral site. Whatever. I think that's when I started becoming an Oregon fan was like that that year, of yeah. it. and I was like, oh okay, and then because I was like actually shit talking them during uh, when he punched, yeah, when he punched him, and I was like, get that piece of shit out of here, uh, <laughs> and then I then you know then I turned it out being a fan, <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, it's it's just I think it's bad for football just for the fact that it is, it's going to really isolate the smaller conferences and teams um i do think and we can talk about our alma mater i do think it benefits charlotte because charlotte is a huge market huge market can pull people um i mean we've had a and and we got uh espn's here you know so we already have a it's not hard for them to start broadcasting i sit there and I don't care. I could see Charlotte as being a bottom feeder of the Big Ten or the SEC, whichever one that happens, um, even being pulled in the ACC. But they're going to get pulled because of the market they're in. Um, yeah, yeah, we're not going to be in but Conference USA. Would, yeah, we're not going to be in there much longer. No. Maybe I mean, it's five all- years, but there's going to be a conference realignment here in the next three. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, 2025 is, the, is when the shift is going to start because Texas and Oklahoma go there, the moves will be done before then. Um, 100%. We'll know within, like you said, the next two to three years of going through there. 
But now we'll, let's move on to Notre Dame because Notre Dame wants to stay independent through all this. And from what I've heard, they are taking their games since the Embassy Sports Network is going to be gone after uh, this year. Um, they're taking their games to Peacock. So you're going to have to pay a subscription to watch Notre Dame games outside of the nationally televised ones on M- NBC. And even with that, NBC... Those people will. Those fans will pay, though. Yeah, 100%. But you, I, I look at it in NBC because that's really the only... They have the Army-Navy game and Notre Dame. NBC doesn't play a big big role with... But I like their broadcasts. It, they have great... They have Brian The Gumbel. visuals oh. looks great. It's yeah. always good crisp colors. They have... They have good um, commentating. Yeah, they have Sunday night. Not um, Collinsworth, but uh, Mike... Tur- not Tariko. Mike Tariko, I think, does the... Doesn't he do... He does some of them, and then he does who's the Notre the other Dame guy? ones, right? He does the Notre Dame games, and then who's the other guy that sits there? Um, that's on NBC, on Sunday Night Football. Dude, I that that's all past my memory now. No, it's <laughs> like, Chris Collinsworth, it, and it's a, it's a big name. I can't believe I'm drawing a fucking blank. Uh, is it? Is, it is it Tarico? No, Mike Tarico does. He's more of the in in studio. Um, I'm gonna have to cut this out so we look like we never talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm kidding. I don't. It's been a while. I know I don't like Collinsworth. Al Michaels. Holy shit. Yeah. How do we forget Al Michaels? Michaels. Come on. Right? So. Uh, which I don't like Collinsworth, but I like his. Uh, I like all the stuff he does outside of commentating. He's really smart. Yeah, he does. He's very good at research. He's very, mm-hmm. very good at research. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he's part of a research company. I forgot what they're called. But. Yeah, so it's, it, we're going to see that, and that's the only way, and because of that, I think that's the only way you see the Big 12 network or the the, uh, the Longhorn Network survive is because of Notre Dame and NBC with Peacock. But that, ex- that, leads, me into, that leads me into the NCAA not being a factor anymore into college football. Yeah, I – uh, especially with these NIL deals, which are getting just insane. I think that's going to blow up on them. Um, I don't think – I mean, some of these players are getting already millions, like millions? millions of like, dollars. Dude, I, which is like I'm okay with them getting the money uh, outside. I mean, I'm okay with them getting the money. I think it should still come from the schools because you're not changing. The, the schools are still profiting off of these people. They're oh, still not paying a dollar amount, so they're still profiting off of a free labor. There's just other people with money giving them it. And I don't understand that at all. I don't care if I was Bill Gates rich, okay? I wouldn't give a dime to UNC Charlotte for anyone to come play with them. I don't care that much. I wouldn't give a dime to anybody to go to Oregon. Yeah. Ooh, I do not care. It is. It like, is I'm not going to pay. Things. If I have to buy a championship, I'll just build a school mm-hmm. and do it that so, way. I mean, it goes down to what I. Uh, I just I watched something that was in uh, Texas led legislature with Texas University, um, and they were talking about what their athletic departments like. Yeah, two hundred and eighty something twenty five to two fifty million. Yeah, a year, a year. Yeah, the budget. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I love the the woman's like clap. She back put him down. Yeah, she's put like him all down. that to 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 go three and ten against the or three and seven against the Horn Frogs. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I guess people are gonna enjoy you guys losing to Bama more. So that was take, great. I would take TCU. 
I take TCU. It's not a bad yeah. school. Yeah, TCU did a good one. They've done that. And I take TCU. I take Texas there. Tech. Um, Oklahoma State. They can come to Pac-12. That's fine. But we would yeah. definitely. Have, I mean, you could take Oregon State out. You could take both Arizona schools yeah. out. Arizona I think State's you you bring Houston better. in. You bring Houston in because it's a major market. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's it's a. I huge think we just market. divide it right up. I mean, if you could take the Big Twelve and Pac-12, merge them together. Take some other ones right up the line and to the left. Take yeah. the whole west, central so. west. Dang. Ben, uh, ben DiNucci, deep pass to Alan Parker. Do not lose the Steelers. I can't lose my first bet of the NFL season. <laughs> Which I won't, I won't count it as an official play of the NFL season. This is official play of the Hall of Fame game. It's a one-on-one. So I can it's go preseason. It's preseason. That's just still if it goes zero and one, I might just have to extend it to preseason. So I can't be like a zero a losing record. Yeah, I'll go like fifty and then I'll call it. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather be like six and ten than zero and one. Right. <laughs> and why you picked the Cowboys to win? No, I picked the Steelers. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's because you're because your hate of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely hate Mike McCarthy. I won't back him in anything. Uh, oh, and because they, uh, well, both these teams. Hey, we got the Hall of Fame game right, but we didn't get the Super Bowl right. So this is our Super Bowl from last year. Yeah. Well, mine. Uh, yeah, I just don't like them. I think the Steelers had a better running back and quarterback group. Um, yeah, I'm excited for NFL to start, excited for college. Um think that's good uh yeah next week we'll start talking about uh i i'm trying to finish up the the site at least in like a functioning order well presentable not top notch but ready to go uh over the weekend and then start putting out um some blogs uh i think the first ones i'll go over is uh how to approach the draft um you always, me. you always draft well because like you you hit on nine times out of ten you hit on the the rookies. Yeah, when my you team don't, is, your season sucks. Yeah, I'm typically comprised of rookies, um, and I'll explain that why and then you trade them later in the year for real yeah, for I, playoff people. Everyone else drafts the first four rounds. I draft the last seven. That's where I'm like, let's go. Like, don't mess with my guy. I don't care who I get the first four because it's level-wise, it's probably going to be everybody. And there's certain people I'll say that I never draft, and I'll put those in there too. So I'll just like, you know, a few few of these will go about of like positional groups, um, how I draft, uh, players to look out for that are coming up. Yeah, and it'll just be, you know, something that people can read. Everyone looks for any draft advantage. I'm not going to say like I'm the best, <laughs> but I'm pretty good pretty good at it. and i think in our league we have to decide if i can trade <laughs> this year or not am i barred from trading because no seems... you can you can trade i just i think there's going to be a little bit more people sticking you on some of these trades here <laughs> more uh, less less than three people vetoing just move it to like if one person disagrees so uh, a lot uh, of people don't pay attention that's what i'm sitting there is like a lot of a lot of our buddies don't pay attention until it gets to the weekend. So, oh, I I if I see a trade I don't like, I text people. I'm like, yo, oh, I, I know you blew up my fucking trade, you jackass. <laughs> I'm like, so you can make your trade with me. 
It was a fair trade. <laughs> you go veto it. <laughs> Fucking and it, I'm, and the worst part is that I had like a half hour left, and then all of a sudden it gets vetoed. I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yeah. So it's gonna be fun. Um, those will be coming out. Uh, we know we'll just start to uh move things up here. They're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens These young boys don't know what a dawn mean I'm just a bad boy, gone clean I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober Don't drink liquor and all the game's over Need a plane, I explain it to my broker Three bots in the hood, top down and ain't over You know there's more men where that come from 